Hello and welcome to the Christian Women in Business podcast show. We are an online community of Christian women in business and we are aligning our businesses with God. I'm your host, Sarah Jane Neeson, and I wanted to create a platform where women can come to be inspired, to learn from women who have been there and done that, and know what it's really like to run a business as a Christian and what it means to them. I would love for you to join us as we get into the meat of the word share the love of God, and grow our businesses like never before. For more information about becoming a member, visit our website, www.christianwomeninbusiness.com.au. Looking forward to sharing these podcasts with you and helping you to grow as a leader and a business owner like never before. G'day there and welcome to another episode of the Christian Women in Business podcast show. It's so great to have you here. Today's podcast, we are here uh, and joined by a wonderful lady in the USA and it's her mission to teach spirit-led financial stewardship uh, to, to women and her favorite thing to do on the weekend is to be with her grandkids. Welcome to the show, Fran. Thank you, Sarah Jane. I'm very excited to be here. So can you please share with us um, your story of how you got to where you are today? Okay, I'd love to. So um, my, I, this is actually a second career for me. My first career, um, I have a master's in chemical engineering, and I spent 22 years in chemical manufacturing. Um, my last four or five years was as a plant manager. And it, it just got to the point where I was working so many hours and traveling so much that I just wasn't getting to spend the time with my family that I wanted to and that I felt was very important for, um, you know, a good family life. And um, so back in 1994, I started working with a financial advisor myself as a client, and I just fell in love with it. And I always said, that's what I'm going to do for a second career. And back in 2014, um, I made the decision, and it's probably the third or fourth time that I had thought about making that move, but I finally made the move in 2014 and became a financial advisor. And um, a couple of years later, started working on um, my certification to become a certified financial planner. I finished that up in 2017, and then in 2018, I launched my own practice. That's awesome. So whereabouts are you and your practice based? So I, um, I'm located in central Illinois, but my clients are um, across the United States. It's not necessarily just in Illinois. Yeah. Okay. And so who is it you're predominantly um, targeted towards when you're doing your financial planning and, and that kind of side of your business? So it's been uh, women in STEM, I guess, because, you know, that's, that's my own career is, is from women in STEM. And, um, and so not, not all my clients, of course, are women in STEM, but um, that is a lot of my clients are from women in STEM. Yeah. Okay. And can you share with us a little bit about how, um, so you've gone of gotten kind of um, done the courses and got the paperwork and kind of learned the worldly way of stewarding finance and the finance world what how does that compare to what you've learned in a biblical perspective so um 
That's that's very important. So actually, what I'm doing right now, I'm, I'm going to be launching in in June, in fact, a financial wellness for Christians website, and it will be a website that's um, an online course platform for Christians to learn about how God wants us to be good, faithful financial stewards. And, you know, also to take care of our families and create a life that, that, you know, where we do prosper um, and, and, and leave a, a legacy, you know, for, for the world, make a positive impact on the world. Yeah, that's awesome. So you found there's been a big difference in what you've learned between biblical principles and then what they've kind of taught you on paper or is it the same or what is it that you've learned through this journey so far in that kind of spectrum? So um, what I've learned through my, my courses, of course, are just good basic financial principles. But when you, when you take a step back and take a look at what the Bible says, um, everything that we have comes from God. And there's, there's things that, you know, were directed in the Bible um, in order to be faithful stewards with what God has blessed us with. And so tithing is very important. Um, being generous to people who are in need, whether that be the poor, the elderly, or the sick is important. Protecting your family um, is very important. Um, and and not, not being in debt is very important. And, and, and what I've seen is, you know, we're my last five, six years now to be a finance, five years of being a financial advisor is that we get trapped in this consumer mindset where, you know, we must spend, spend, spend. I see that a lot. I also see a lot of people living with extreme anxiety and fear. Um, I see people who just want to avoid the topic of money altogether. They, they just don't want to deal with it and hope that their spouse will deal with it. And, um, and so the, the, what I'm trying to achieve with my, my online course platform is, you know, help people move from a consumer perspective to a spirit led perspective, but take responsibility, you know, for their, for their financial well-being, um, and, and using the money that, that, that they've been blessed with, um, to do God's work. That's awesome. So taking further with that then, can you share with us today five tips uh, that women can use to help uh, transition from that kind of consumerism into the spiritual-led way to manage money? I do. So the first one that I I encourage my clients to do is, is make a pie chart of where your money's going today. So um, break it down into five categories, debt, gifting, which would include tithing or other charitable contributions, taxes, lifestyle, and long-term goals. So that would be the first thing. And, and you can go back and look at one year, two, two months, six months, whatever the time frame is for you, and just see where is your money actually going um, and put it in that pie chart. The second thing that I, I recommend that everyone do, and it doesn't matter what stage of life you're at or what level of um, you know, financial security you're at, is, is to have a budget. 
And a budget is basically, it's, it's a plan for what do you want your money to do? And going back to that pie chart again, you know, see where it's been going and then say, well, where do I want it to be going? Um, and, and of course, keep in mind what the Bible says around that, you know, the first 10% um, should go to God um, as a way to, to honor him and let him know that, you know, how appreciative we are for what we have. And then the third thing that I recommend is, you know, when we think about our long-term goals, whether maybe for a younger person, it may be buying a home or paying off student loans. Um, as you get older, it may be for college planning for your children or for your own retirement. You know, those are really big and overwhelming and lots of money, lots of money, right? Especially when you talk about retirement. And so, you know, it's important to come up with a plan and you want to come up with that plan early in your life. And if you're already into midlife later in life, we'll do it today, you know, or, or very soon and, and break it down into what kind of investments do I need to be um, putting my money away in? What type of accounts should I be putting away in and how much should I be putting away each month? You know, break it down into those small bite size so it's not so overwhelming. The fourth thing is, is to celebrate your victories. Um, you know, if you, if you make that cash flow plan or that budget and you actually hit it and, and do very well on it, celebrate that. Um, if you've made a, a plan to pay off debt and you've got one of those credit cards gone or a student loan gone, you know, celebrate that. And um, so that, you know, you can, you can feel good about that. And then the fifth one that I would recommend is, is praying for guidance so that you don't, I see so many people living in fear. Um, I see so many people putting their faith in themselves or in money and God does not want that for us. And so I think, you know, praying about, praying about being spirit led in how you manage your money, I think is important to do. Yeah. So just to go over those uh, five points that you've just made. So we've got number one is to create a, a pie chart um, and look at where your money is going today. And those are broken up to debt, giving, taxes, lifestyle uh, and long term goals. So you can see where your money is actually going. Number two is to have a budget um, and work out where you want your money to go. Number three, work out where you actually kind of need to spend your money um, uh, number four is celebrating your victories so when you do accomplish something amazing with your money goals to actually celebrate that and acknowledge it and then five is praying for guidance uh, from the lord uh, of i guess that could be big in so many different ways pray for um discipline praying for wisdom with money you know there's no use in praying for more money if you don't know how to use the money that you've got um so being really i guess not pedantic but uh, more aware of okay so is there's no use in me asking god for a bigger business or um a bigger more clients if i don't know how to use the money that I've got already to either invest in myself, invest in my business or invest in other investments and um, just being good stewards of what he gives us and praying for that guidance. I mean, we look at King Solomon and he was the wisest guy and 
you know, he didn't ask for more finances. He didn't ask for more customers. What he asked for was more wisdom. And so I think going into that praying um, is probably something that it should probably be number one, you know, going in there going, okay, God, here's my money. (laughs) Here's what I know. Give me more wisdom and knowledge of how to better do life. Um, and then being guided from there. So can you share with us, um, how do you incorporate God into your business? So I, I'll do that on a, a, a case-by-case basis, you know, depending on, on what someone needs. So, you know, I, I see people who, like I said, they, they live in absolute fear that they're going to run out of money or they won't have enough money. And, and that comes from people who truly honestly don't have very much to people who have millions of dollars. They just live in absolute fear. They're going to run out of money before they pass away. Um, and, and so just talking about how important it is to have our faith in God and that he will provide and not that that money is going to provide, um, you know, with other people, it's, it may be talking about going back and, and looking at that pie chart and, seeing that a lot of it's to debt or a lot of it's to lifestyle and, and we don't have enough going to some of the other categories, which would probably be a better choice, um, such as, you know, gifting and long-term planning. Um, and, you know, just, just reminding them that God does expect us to not have debt. It, I mean, it does talk about, you know, not to owe other people in the Bible. And it also does talk about, you know, taking care of your family. And you can't do that if you, you know, if you don't put things away for your long-term goals. Yeah. Um, but now that I have this online course platform, I think that's going to be a, another great um, tool for people who, who don't actually want to hire a financial planner that are more do-it-yourselfers, but still want that guidance on, you know, well, how, how do I do this myself? Yeah. And, and can you share with us, um, your Bible verse for this season and why? Yes. So my Bible verse is first John chapter three, verse two, and it's beloved. We are God's children now and what we will be has not yet appeared, but what we know that when he appears, we shall be like him because we will see him as he is. And, and I, and I, what I like about it is just to remind people that, that we are God's children and he wants the best for us. And, you know, it talks about what will be has not yet appeared, you know, and, and just having faith in the glory of God and, and the kingdom of heaven. Yeah, that's really nice. Awesome. So where can our, thank you so much for sharing that Bible verse with us. And um, it's been great to have you on, on the show today. Can you share with us where our listeners can find you? Thank you, Sarah Jane, for having me on. Yes, if they go to um, my website, it's uh, faithbasedfinancialwellness.com. And they, my contact information is there at the bottom of the homepage. Perfect. Awesome. If you've got any questions for Fran um, that she shared with us today about finances, um, either send your questions into us and we can pass them on or contact uh, Fran directly. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show today, Fran. Um, All the best with your launch for your new course. And um, you're listening to the Christian Women in Business podcast show. We'll catch you next time. Sarah Jane here. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. 
We'd love it if you could please share this podcast with your friends. Please rate our podcast on iTunes. And for more information about becoming a member of Christian Women in Business, head over to our website, www.christianwomeninbusiness.com.au. Catch you next time.